Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, BBD, a special episode kind of out of nowhere. We roped in Justin Pennick later to no. talk a little football, and right now we are joined with the one and only Joe's McFly, who is in a really special place right now because he had an energy drink that has him out of control, and he's doing his favorite activity, which is missing his train. Joe's, how are you? I'm doing great, and I am... <laughs> I, I thank you for the invitation onto Bacon Wake. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming here, Joe's. Um, because I want to talk a little baseball before we get into football and like biggest trade of the NBA. Huge. You and, you and BBD, NBA Hive. They're trying to win me back. Just play the players in the game. That's all I ask. Um, Joe's. The baseball stories have been the same things for like three weeks, but yeah. now they're actually culminating. Oh, yeah. Interesting things are happening. Who's not making the playoffs in the AL? Woo! None of the teams like, that I didn't pick because... Oh, my God. The contest. Jake draft. I forgot. Ooh. I'm about to have a clean sweep. Pop! My team's about to make it. Let's go. They have like to that. then win games. They have to it's win it's games in the playoffs. Joe's is referencing the Wake and Jake playoff draft we did about that. a few a month and a half ago. Yeah, and Joe's is Joe's fairly wants all of his teams to make it. Yeah, into and then they win. Then they need to win for you to win. Well, they put in. you in a great position if they all get in. That would be impressive. Who's missing the playoffs? Do you have Toronto making the playoffs? I have Toronto making the playoffs. Do you have the Houston Astros making the playoffs? <sighs> Who's their last three games? What's the last series? Houston finishes with... I'm actually blanking right now. Because I know Seattle plays Texas. Yeah. Uh, Houston, they have one more with Seattle tonight, which changes basically everything. Everything. Um, and then they finish with at Arizona, who is still playing for their season. Allen and Kelly lined up. Boogity, boogity. Astros are missing the postseason. There's a chance. Or they win tonight and they don't. Yeah. Or they win tonight, but the snakes are fighting. So it's like. We'll see what happens. I think I have a feeling that it's going to be the Rangers are going to make it, you know, obviously the West, which they woke up. They did a great job there. Good timing. Getting hot at the right time, Pop. That's just what it is. And then now you also have Seattle. Um, big win yesterday for them. Needed. Needed. And I think that uh, they could eke out this win today, the Astros. Out of the post. How about this? What if I laid it out for both you guys this way? Okay. Don't sit like that. <laughs> like that's what? Not, like a college photo? That's not appealing. <laughs> High school prom? <laughs> Whoever, if I told you I could give you some, some DraftKings, some Jake Kings odds, whoever wins tonight, Seattle versus Houston, I t whoever, which one of, whichever one of them wins, mm -hmm. I told you... You bet that team to make the playoffs. Would you take it? Um, Houston would go up yes. one and a half games with three to play. Seattle has the tiebreaker, correct? Seattle does yes. have the tiebreaker. 
Yeah. They play so that four, would put them up. They play four versus Texas, who has owned them this year. Don't they have one more game tomorrow? But, no. I thought it was a four-gamer. They're playing three. Oh. And then Seattle plays four against Texas in Seattle. Will Texas have anything to play for by that time? I mean... Sneaky massive for Seattle tonight. They need Texas to beat the Angels. They need Texas to beat the Angels so that the well, games don't matter. It's a little bit of a catch-23. Because if Seattle, if Seattle won tonight mm-hmm. and Texas lost, they'd be two games back. But no, you'd have to four-game sweep them, and they're not going to do that. Right. So they should be rooting for Texas tonight against the Angels. 100%. And they got to win their game, too. I want Seattle to make the postseason. Because, okay, so if Texas wins tonight, Seattle's three-game back, and Texas has the tiebreaker. If Seattle wins, that is. Right. Texas would basically clinch the West. So their series against Seattle would not matter. Two big AL West games tonight. When we started the it's so baseball is so funny. When we started the year, we said the AL East because of, reasonably so the way that they looked, and then we go toward the end. The finish line is really the AL West giving us all the drama. Let's go. They've been everything. Awesome. In the National League, Arizona Cubs, Miami. Do you? Do you- Reds. Here's kind of a half rude question. Diamondbacks, Cubs, Marlins, Reds. Can any of those teams win the World Series? Um, you know the answer. It stings. I don't I don't I don't feel it. The Braves are there, and Braves, I think the Dodgers, Phillies are really good. The, the Dodgers as well. Even Milwaukee. Milwaukee's in a different tier than those teams. Right. If out of all those teams, which one has the best chance? I. Jeez. Oh, Cubs. Cubs. My heart wants to say Miami. Because I just like what they've been doing all year. Um, I think he just kind of by default and just by people that are in there. Pedigree-wise, have to go with them. Um, Miami has the chance for, like, fun. Like, Trevor's been on it a little bit. Like, if they're, all their young pitching goes nuts. Yes. Solaire is there. We've seen what he can do in a postseason. Arias. Jake Berger's been going nuts. I will say Arizona has the bats that can play they can come keep October. Up. They can keep up. Because they put the bat on the ball. Yes. And, and they, they hit it all over the place, and they're fast as hell. Which... They can be a problem. That makes everybody nervous in the postseason. They could beat the Phillies. I can see that. Three games. Any I can team see that. Can. And ALD, AL, ALDS, anything can happen. Gallon and Kelly. Um, if we're being real honest, the baseball, that's the conversation. We're going to find out this weekend. Um, someone's heart is going to be incredibly broken in the American League. Any chance the American League ends in a tiebreaker? Uh, yes, but they don't play 163 anymore. It's just your record against oh, and then interdivision. Yeah. So, yeah, there won't be 
There will not be 163. Blue Jays do not flunk the dunk. Although they got Cole, Garrett Cole tonight. Go Yanks. I could bring them. That'll bring them half a game closer, maybe. I shouldn't compliment the Yankees like that. Why not? Hold on. They're not a good... Okay. They're not a good team. The Yankees, that is. Uh, and then they finish with Tampa. I wonder if Tampa's still fighting. Still fighting for the East. Um, let's be honest. We're going to find out this weekend. We're going to be excited. Can't wait. We are going to be excited this weekend to find out the playoff matchups. Big Wake and Jake. Big Talking Baseball. And big... Billy's! Big Sunday for all of us. Us three. We're all going to be at Billy's in the Bronx. Absolutely. Uh, and you can still be there, too. Uh, we are... Finishing off our Blitzball Blitz, we've done live streams the previous three Thursdays, uh, kind of our regular season to set up the playoffs. It's inside of Billy's. If you haven't been to Billy's, it's a massive bar right across from Yankee Stadium. We're literally playing Blitzball in that bar. We're going to have, I think we're going to have a couple hundred people there. It's going to be kind of intense. Mm. We're not going to have like 60. Joe's has the whole Bronx coming through to represent Pinstripe Strong. Yeah, um, I don't think that's been accounted for in that first number. No. So. Uh, the first game starts at 11.30 a.m. It is baggage, me and Jimmy, versus hook line, Jolly and Dan Canobio. Pinstripe Strong with Joe's, and Lou will be there. Uh, love yous, Nikki Cass, Dalton. Who am I missing? Who's the fifth team? We got ice. We got ice. You said hook line? Said hook line, we're playing them. Uh, so, all ages welcome. If you got kids that are We Got Ice fans, if you got grandparents that are Joe's fans, come through. Come through. It's going to be incredible. Uh, there's tickets on our website, shop.johnboymedia.com. Visit the link in the description. Buy your tickets. See you at Billy's. Uh, 30 bucks to get in. There are, like... $100 VIP early access ticks. You can come around and mess around with us. We're doing some content with people. Um, I know there's some people uh, excited to meet Jimmy, the John boy. Some people are excited. Maybe all three of us. Come, broken if down. You don't have I'm plans, excited to meet him. If you don't have plans this Sunday, come through Billy's in the Bronx. It's going to be a special, special day. Um, and woo, 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 woo. A little bit of breaking sports news, Joe's. I know Huge. you and I, we were doing, uh, we were filming some hashtag content. We opened our phones and we go, what? Damian Lillard traded. Wild. From the Blazers to Milwaukee, the Bucks. Good time to be a Milwaukee sports fan, man. Mm -hmm. Big time. Number one, I'm really happy for Damian Lillard. How about that? I felt like he, for a long time, he was being very... Oh, you know, I just want to stay with one team and rock out with this team and we'll win. And, you know, I feel like he, in, in recent years, it almost felt like he got the realization of like, yo, this is a business and I got to move to where we got to move. And if we got to go over here to win, then it is what it is. He's been hinting at getting traded for a while now. Yeah. And it's weird because I think BBD and I were talking about like, Oh, Giannis might get traded, and they may get moved. Yep, and the article he had put out last Ooh, week. Maybe Knicks. Psych. It's always maybe Knicks. Yeah, it's always maybe. Everybody, you're not a superstar in this league if you haven't been photoshopped in a Knicks jersey, baby. You mm. haven't. Or the Heat. Or the Heat. But they actually have gotten some people. 
Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I thought Lillard and the Heat kind of seemed like like a good marriage they, that was happening. Yeah, kind of like the takeaway me and other people in the office had. It's like, what? How come the Heat acted like they didn't kind of really need that to happen? They lost the dudes that helped them go from the eight seed, which isn't very right. good, to the finals last year. Like the, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess went off in different rounds. There, they're gone. Aren't they getting uh, uh, this kid back? Their point guard. Hero's um, back. Yeah, Hero's back. Just sure if you want to call it a wash or whatever, but I like the the core of what they've got there, but they... They're not Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard would have very much helped them, and they kept acting like they could take it or leave it. The Lillard... Damian Lillard loved being in Portland. He did. Part of that very much was being the guy. Yes. Which ended up becoming, I don't want to say a controversial part of it, but it was, can Damian Lillard win if he's the guy? Um, That being said, it felt like he never got a fair shake. I mean, Damian Lillard's best two ever was McCollum. Yeah, um, CJ McCollum was really good with him. They were I mean, they were a nice backcourt, but it never felt like the Blazers were like the no. team, or they they had that the guys team was missing them. needed another piece as well. They always they either felt a piece short or they needed a better second. Like, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, but the people that are getting mad at Dame because now it became very apparent that there was a trade request and like it felt like this had hit its tipping point. Did he play with Lamarcus Aldridge? Aldridge was, was part was, of that. He was there with L.A. Teams. Aldridge yeah. Aldridge has Early. an argument for being better than C.J. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the time, he like was. But I think that CJ was also pretty. Kind of, that was probably a pretty. They were, he and C.J. were both really young. That was yeah, young-ish. Was young. You know, to be a young player in the NBA, it's hard. hard Damn, to you had, they had Lillard, McCollum, Lamarcus Aldridge? Lamarcus Aldridge. What are you that, guys that doing? That team... Was close. That team was close. They had one or two playoff runs. Some good ones. I feel like a that couple was, things go different. There's a your guys LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. He's a problem. And it was a little super team era, right? I mean, yeah. Golden State and LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Golden you had State to be. You had to be along. better than those two teams, and they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. They were or bad. you're the best organization, like in sports, in the Spurs. Myers Leonard. They, you know, they took care of some series. You know how long Dame was in Portland? Was it? Uh, 12 years? 12 would have been my guess. I think it's 11 or 12. I'm bad with years. Yeah. Okay. And I know he's like kind he's of a 12. late, like he, he was an older rookie. 19 points is rookie year. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. I love Lillard. Um, for me, you can't be mad at Dame at all. Like this is, no. this is very much not NBA. I want to go. I want to leave. Like he did over a decade. He did. They, they kind of had to convince him to like, yeah, they, they would have loved to, do this a couple years ago, but they both wanted to stay together. Right. And then but they knew Giannis. The only person I had as better fit for Dame and my video game fit, and I I've said it on here before. I always wanted Dame and Embiid. Mm. Like I thought that would be perfect. Like Embiid guards the rim. He can also shoot a little bit. He can pass. Like that was the perfect space the floor, play defense. Those two kind of just seem like a fit, like personality-wise. Yeah. If you had to do a number two, and he might be number one because he's, when he's right, he's the best. It's under the kumpo. Oh yeah, I yeah. I love what they're what they have right now because when you look at their team, 
And you have Giannis, which the team is built around. He's a superstar. He's an MVP and all that. You now get a legitimate ball handling point guard that can shoot the three. And you have Middleton as well, who's... Middleton can kind of go be in the role he he always, like, should have been. Yeah, he's a 3 and D guy. So, but I, I like him because he's like, he can shoot your eyeballs out. And he's a guy that can be able to, he'll stretch the floor out. So I think if you have somebody like, you know, you have him and Lillard who can shoot the threes and you have, because for a while it was like Giannis has to shoot threes and it was like, bro, he's not, he does, that's he's not, not his gonna game. Get there. Doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And it looks weird. It looks strange. It looks weird. So he could get to the rack, which is great, but they're doing a great job over there. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a worthwhile attempt to shuffle the deck. Lillard and Holiday's contracts are in comparable places, and I think they're going to miss Holiday's defense, and he he was a fit there. But but you you add Lillard if you can add Lillard, you try it. You add um, Lillard, and and, you, and, and uh, again, like with the with everything that was coming out about Giannis and where he was, what he was seeing with right. the organization, like that, they, they did have to try something. I. There's a there's a part in the back of my head, the, the Knicks fan. I hope it doesn't go well, mm. but <laughs> that's a, that's for a different time. They are for um, now. It's very exciting. They're now the favorites in the East. Um, I mean, yeah. literally, if you look at some of the clips when teams were trying to stop Giannis, like there was four people in the paint, like that was the game plan, right? And with Middleton. And Dane. You can't do that anymore. He's got now two choices. Don't get me wrong. There's something if in a playoff. Lopez out there. In a playoff basketball game, would I rather put four guys on Giannis, one guy on Middleton, and mm. make Grayson Allen beat you? Yes. Thousand percent. But if it's Dame or Middleton, I mean you're looking you're looking at a fifty burger. Like that's if you don't guard them. I mean, I, I've seen Middleton get an like easy thirty sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah, the, like the good Middleton can oh yeah. is a bucket. And now like with the injuries last year, sure, like he's he's in a funky place. But if he's gonna be getting like the third best defender on a team, like he can he can cook again. Yeah. Can I tell you something that's pretty nice? Do you guys know who the Bucks head coach is? Um Budenholzer's out. Holzer's it's out. not Budenholzer. It's it's not. It's it's a tough question. Is this year when they, they he hasn't coached for them? They yet, hired right? Raptors assistant Adrian Griffin, former okay. NBA player. Yes, um, that's one of those things that you take that job, and he doesn't know if like they're trading Giannis, if they're <laughs> I mean, whatever the, they're doing. And the the rumor this. Like, coming into the week was that if it's not the Heat, it was going to be the Raptors. So, quite a week for Adrian Griffin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he walks into a pretty nice situation. Or instant fire. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what happens you, in you the NBA. one year of this, it doesn't go well. Giannis asks out. Lillard's they, gone. They open up 10 and 12. Feels like that happened with the Nets. Feels like that happened, like, with... It happens a lot, especially in, basketball. Like the first yeah. time you put like stars together, it does take like it feels like it two months to just feel out what it's like to play with each other. And the Nets never really got to do it. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, those I guys s- are we're all hurt all the time. I I will say like the positions fit well. Um, it's about Lillard. Lillard hasn't ever been like a super high assist guy, mm. but. I think this is a place where he can be able to do that a little bit more. He's always felt like he's had to be the guy. He relishes being the guy, too. Doesn't run from the moment, but um, I'm just wondering how that would work there. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, you're the right. Like, Dame, lineups would be interesting. Dame was one of the first, you know, true, like, scoring point guards, but he still he got more than enough assists. Oh, yeah. And I, I've always been a... If you, he's making the right plays. One of, one of my hotter takes, you know, if he and Steph Curry traded places, would Golden State have the same amount of championships? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. But, I mean, we're going we're gonna to really find out what Dame's about this year because, God, he's going to have some looks. He's going to rack up stats. Are you kidding me? With... Well... For you Trail Blazer fans, um, I don't know about you guys, but I think that his best moment as a Trail Blazer mm. over um, Russ. Yeah. yeah. OKC. When he or hit Paul that. George. There's a yeah. 71 pointer. Paul George. But when he said Dame time, yeah. that's like the birth the, of Dame that time. That game. I, 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 like, it's an all time picture. Yes. Big time. So I love that. That was his, that was his moment right there. That was Bugs with Joe's McFly. Now football? Whoa, things are heating up. This baseball season playoffs. The offs are almost here, and at the DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet just $5, and you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BAKERS. That's you. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with Code Bakers. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Justin Panic. Wow. 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 Nice. 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 JP, yeah. how you doing, my good man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, JM football's rolling. So check that 10K out. 10K subs. 10K subs. Been a lot of fun. So I actually get to come on here and be like, oh, we, we actually get to promote something around something yeah. instead of just being like, you're the talking Giants guys. So JM football's been a lot of fun. Football's been a lot of fun so far this year. Have you been enjoying the football? Se- I mean, it seems yeah. obvious, right? But can I tell you like my big NFL takeaway, just yeah, like watching please. the rest of the league and really breaking it down and yeah. especially like, you know, had some expectations for, for my Giants this year. Hasn't exactly gone the direction that hmm. I've wanted it to go. This is a very no shit Sherlock statement. Sure. And I've wanted to tweet it out, but it's like one of those things that you tweet out and it's like, Mm. it's so obvious that it's like, yeah, but like, of course. The NFL is so much about coaching, which I've came on here and talked about. That's number one. But also like, look at the best teams in the NFL and look at how many like game changing players. It's not just about having one 
or even if you have that one, how much of a game wrecker that they that they can be. Um, you know, look at how Miles Garrett's transcending mm. that Browns defense. Look at how Micah Parsons transcends that Cowboys defense. And when you and even like the 49ers, they have multiple, you know, tra- transcending players on both sides everywhere. of the ball. Like everywhere. And that's like what makes like those great teams. It's like you just mar I've been marveling at really good football players this year. That's really what I've been doing. It's like you know that they're good, but seeing just how good certain players are it's made me like enjoy watching and maybe even like covering the nfl a little bit more yeah uh especially you know the elite teams you just ran through i mean when you watch mccaffrey kittle debo iuk yeah like even what's it juan jennings like even like that guy on other teams would be looked at a lot differently Mm -hmm. um that yeah the uh i think the way advancing that statement, and I said this last episode, I think the NFL tiers are bigger and better than ever. Like, I think the elite tier with the elite coaches and elite talent, Mm -hmm. Dolphins, Niners, a couple other teams, Eagles, obviously. Like, I actually have our power rankings. We do a Dalton Feely and I, we do a power rankings video every single week, and I actually have those power rankings in front of me. Dolphins, Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles, Bills, Cowboys. Like, that is the top tier like the, and any of those six teams can end up in Super Bowl in February even the final four uh you know in in February as well Jan- late January and you're like yeah those teams can play their best game and they'll win yes yes um uh you know I I think even in that tier there's a some I think if you start getting into some coaching I, I think there's some plus and minus points for a couple mm-hmm. of those teams mostly targeted at the Bills and Cowboys if I'm being mm. honest um but yeah, I I just think you know I'm looking at a two and one Bucks and two and one Saints game this weekend, and it's like those teams can bump into each other all day and probably play twenty times, and one team would win eleven, one team mm-hmm. would win nine. Uh, but if those teams played the top six, the Bills twenty times, mm-hmm. I think they'd lose nineteen and a half. Out yeah, of I was gonna say eighteen <laughs> and two. I was gonna. I was going to try to give them a little a yeah. little wiggle room. Yeah, so right, I, I feel like you're maybe going to see this. I, I don't. I feel like at any point of the NFL season, maybe you could be talking about this. Uh, you know, I guess oh, oh, as the years go on, I'll keep better track in my head of how we feel about, you know, at certain points of every NFL season. But right now you feel like those six teams that we just listed yeah. are the elite teams, and then there's a lot of other teams that are there. However... That's not to dismiss the other teams that are there because there are plenty of interesting stories. Like you mentioned, the NFC South, the fact that there are, what, three teams in the NFC South that are 2-1? and one? Like, mm-hmm. that that's a playoff spot. That's a home playoff game. Right. And that's also just an easy division that has an easy schedule this year where you may see two teams are probably going to sneak into the playoffs in that division. You get into the dance, you never know what happens. Yeah, and I, I think... Sure, those top teams are elite. There's still a chunk of season to go, and the stories are going to change, whether it's injuries. like you know, Injuries will change everything. If the Niners lose, you know, Trent Williams. Cowboys just lost Trayvon Diggs. Right. And and they lost to the Arizona Cardinals, who I think Arizona Cardinals are fighting hard. That's a competent team. I think, like, Jonathan Gannon, through the first three weeks of the season, I recently said, like, I I think he deserves, like, coach of the year. I mean, that... That's dramatic. It's dramatic, but... 
that's a team that we thought there's no way that they're going to win a game this year because of the roster that they're putting out there. And Jonathan Gannon hasn't playing respectable football, 3-0 against the spread. But you, look, you saw it one week, Dallas Cowboys. Trayvon yeah. Diggs goes down. It changes the way they play defense. And then, boom, they allow a ton of points on offense, uh, a ton of points on defense, which they haven't really done all year long. So we'll see how the year uh, progresses and if more teams can join that top tier or, or if teams in that top tier start to shake down a little bit and don't look so perfect. Yeah, I mean, one or two more by the time playoffs are come. Well, a Ravens or a Bengals or even the Browns or, mm-hmm. you know. The Browns uh, are that sneaky wild card defense, team. Like Deshaun actually looked better and I was yeah. pretty tough on him because he was a really tough watch. You know, if the Chargers and some alternate reality ever put it all together, that's yeah. a team that you could actually believe in. But, um Benick, I, I wanted to aim a little wide. We're three weeks in, um, and I, I guess maybe there's an easy answer with the Dolphins. Maybe Is there, a, I guess, team and a, maybe a player that's uh, surprised you or impressed you the most early on in this 23 season? I guess the, the Dolphins haven't surprised me. Maybe just they're so much. To the mu- magnitude. They're so much yeah. better offensively than everyone else right now. Um but, I mean, Chris Rose and Bobby Skinner have brought mm. up, like, greatest show on turf 2.0. Right I mean, now, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see necessarily 1.0, but I actually compared last year, and I, and I had some thoughts Are of, you that young? You I'm that young. You I'm 25. Get... They were good. They were good. God. They were good. Quarterback that's doubted? Kurt. You know, and, Marshall and, Falk. You know, you don't, you don't have the same Holt. type of running Isaac back. Bruce. But the wide Mike receiver Martz. tandem. <laughs> but the wide receiver tandem... Like, even last year, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, that tandem, I was asking myself last year, is this already, like, the best wide receiver duo of all time? And and, and, uh, Jalen Waddell's been out for, you know, a game or two with an injury the last couple weeks. So, um, we'll see. The the Dolphins are really good. And what they've done this year is they've actually integrated a very, very good running game. And Mike McDaniel's been in his bag really with some fun run design stuff. Uh, I saw somebody on on Twitter this past week say, I'm pretty sure Mike McDaniel just put so much on film for the Buffalo Bills this Sunday so mm. McDermott is just overwhelmed and be like, holy shit, look at, look, look at mm. all that we have to account for. <laughs> just left everything on every, everything on that field, scoring 70 points through throwing the ball and running the ball as well. So the Dolphins haven't really surprised me. Okay. Mention the Browns. Okay. The Browns have surprised me. Deshaun Watson isn't coming out here gunslinging it and, and, and looking all right. But he, you know, he looked better. This week three performance was the best performance that we've seen him in a Cleveland Brown uniform, which still had some disaster plays of just throwing the ball backwards on a first yeah. and 10. Um, but that defense is, is historically good right now. And that defense last year, they were good against the pass, but that defense was really bad against the run. They were one of the worst defenses against the run last year where they, that physicality wasn't there. And what is that defense doing this year? They are bringing the physicality. They're bringing it in the pass rush, and they're bringing it against the run, adding guys like Dalvin Tomlinson. They added Zadarius Smith. They continued to beef up that front, and those additions have done wonders for them in the guys that they already had there as well. And adding Jim Schwartz, who has always been known. I, I, I don't know how he moves A to B or you know, uh, and, and C to D because I feel like everywhere that he's gone as a defensive coordinator, it's worked for that team. So shout out to Kevin Stefanski getting Jim Schwartz in there because uh, it's changed this defense. I think Chris Rose brought up this stat on football today. 53% of the Cleveland Brown defensive plays have either gone for zero yards or negative yards. That's pretty crazy stuff. So if, if their offense can be functional, 
And if Deshaun Watson cannot make that brutal mistake, that's going to be a team that's going to win a lot of games. And because of that defense, they're going to be in every single game, and they can even poke their way to being in that top tier. Yeah, I mean, they could be they could be 3-0 and if they don't make the that final mistake against the Steelers yeah. in Pittsburgh. I feel like they allowed they gave them two touchdowns that wasn't the Steelers' offense, so they could be 3-0. You're absolutely they're right. They're two wins, 24-3 and over the Bengals, although mm-hmm. Bengals still don't take the preseason nearly seriously enough. I, I think that's clear. Mm-hmm. And well, Burrow's also still not now. right. He's not right, but... Uh, that's a surprise too. Not for me. No. No, man. I I think they I think with the extended MLB season, MLB. Oh, sure. NFL season. Uh I think the Bengals don't care. I, I think they they've given me the evidence now that they show up. It's a long season. Yeah. That if they drop one of those first couple games, I don't think they care. Yeah. Um and they lost to the, they got blown out by the brownies they lost a close one to the ravens uh they sneak out that rams win which was an ugly game mm-hmm. uh crazy that the rams were still fighting with their o line just mm-hmm. getting bullied up on but no man i think we're going to wake up and unless burrow's injury gets worse which it can like he yep. was, he was fighting through it calf titans cardinals seahawks like i don't know i'd i'd say they go 2 and 1 there and go it'll two be and the one. 3 and 3 bangles yep although after that niners bills so yep. Bengals, um, I'm not worried. I'm not worried yet. Cleveland, yeah, it's just, it It sounds silly and, like, obviously healthy. You could say that with any team. Like, if Miles Garrett goes down, that would change the Browns yep. team. Um, it's, it's where does Deshaun land? And, like, can he, will he be able to perform on the road this year? What level do we get of peak Deshaun? Like, what does his best yep. game look like? And no I Nick Chubb? No Nick Chubb, but it's... I love Nick Chubb. I took him in two of my four fantasy leagues. He's the best running back in the league. I'm very convinced. I agree. Unfortunately, it's the whole thing with running backs. that mm-hmm. Trump Ford's come in and been fine, yeah. and Kareem Hunt's going to get his legs under him, and he's going to have a 150-yard day at some point. Like yep. it, is, it is what it is with the running back position. I do think if we start, um, you know, Pierre Strong... <laughs> Getting some carries. I think, I think if they start feeling the injury bug significantly there, then it's a problem. Yep. But, like, if they give Kareem Hunt the ball 20 times next week, I would bet he goes for a buck. Yep. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's just today's NFL and kind of how their team's built. Um, is there a player that surprised you? Like, I, on Monday's episode, I did a little bit on, like, wow, C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, for those Houston Texans, like putting up real passing numbers. Um, I, I guess, do you have a guy like that that's standing Well, out? speaking of C.J. Stroud, one of, the, one of the two guys that have surprised me this year, C.J. Stroud's receiver, Tank Dell, who's like 5'8 and light as a feather. Who like that? That's one of the best connections in the NFL so far this year, producing some big plays. Uh, Tank Dell this past week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, had like 30 yards per catch. Um, I'm interested to see since Tank Dell is so light and also big, big significant note too. I'm surprised to see this. You would think the smaller and lighter guys are lining up in the slot. So far this year, 75% out wide for Tank Dell, only 25% of the snaps taken in the slot. So awesome start for Tank Dell, awesome start for CJ Stroud. Very impressive to see what Stroud's doing even without a lot of offensive linemen. And then the, another player that's really surprised me too is Puka Nakua. 
our guy from the Los Angeles Rams from, from BYU. You usually don't see like rookie wide receivers have this much success this early. Ever. Never, never really. Like running Fifth backs round. running backs have that success. And even Tank Dell was a third rounder. And he had the questions because of how light he is. He had such an, a tank. De- both senior bowl guys, by the way, Puka Nakua and Tank Dell. Mm. Um, so I, I watched them down in the Mobile. hair on Puka Nakua. So fun. So Whoa. fun. Yeah. I didn't know my guy had it like that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it's just the coaching thing has gotten to another level that we're seeing with the Dolphins and Niners and. The Rams, you know, people have come a long way from McVay just because last year was so yeah. ugly. But now that Stafford's back and he's got Puka Nakua, mm-hmm. everyone's excited to see what it looks like when Cooper Cup is back. Right. Like, I think you just have such an advantage on that side of the ball because if, if you gave, if the Broncos and Dolphins last night, last weekend's beautiful matchup, I think if they traded complete rosters, mm-hmm. I don't think Sean Payton coaches the Broncos to the playoffs, and I think Mike McDaniel would coach the Dolphins to the playoffs. Wow. I, I genuinely feel that yeah. way. Yeah, could. Could, man. Like, okay, you know, don't get me wrong. Tyreek Hill is, like, etching out a special place in NFL history. Like, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen someone be the fastest, best receiver for, like, five years ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever? Like, he was getting some comparison to Deshaun Jackson for his speed, but Deshaun was never like the guy. He He's was never a volume it was, guy. It was just like two for 95 yards, yep. and you were like, wow, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> um, Tyreek is putting up crazy numbers. Um, you know, Waddle's good, but I, I think if we were talking about... Tyreek's on a different level. Russ sure. getting the ball, giving the ball to Javante. We're talking about Russ getting it out to Sutton and Judy. Like, mm-hmm. I think Mike McDaniels knows how to get the ball in those people's hands. Correct. And I, I think Sean Payton is, um, it's early. It's yeah. three games, but for a guy that shat on Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. You were out on Sean Payton the first. The onside kick. The fir- it wasn't even a snap. Penix, the first whistle. <laughs> I missed something, and I maybe everyone else had it, and I didn't. You're starting off the new regime. Mm-hmm. You're playing the Raiders at home. This is the third. Fourth time Wake and Jake people have heard this. <laughs> You're playing the Raiders, who are supposed to be one of, if not the worst teams in the league. Yeah. At home. Coming off a year when you also blamed the last coach for how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So, with all of that there, and you're a good Broncos football team, kick the ball off, play football, and win. What I didn't realize until... The other day, I was watching, uh, okay, this is the second time Wake and Jake has heard this, but I was watching Washington, uh, or no, I was watching USC, Arizona State, late night, college football, Yeah. uh, Caleb Williams, future Mm -hmm. Bronco, and uh, Arizona State was busting out all the tricks. It was an electric game. They had three running back passes on one drive. Uh, They did an onside kick. They were doing all of it. And after the onside kick, you know what they said? Flashes of Sean Payton in the Super Bowl. So Sean Payton, who every time he goes around town, gets a handshake and, you know, hey, Super Bowl champ, congrats, Mr. Payton. And, oh, you're all-time legendary coach, Mr. Payton. And, oh, man, that's Super Bowl, that onside kick, it's, that's awesome, man. That's all time. So he said, you know what? I'm Super Bowl onside kick Sean Payton. You know how I'm going to start my regime in Denver? Onside kick. 
It's over. It's over before it started. It feels like something Josh McDaniel would do to Sean Payton to start a game. Because Josh McDaniel is like looked down upon, and I think he knows it. Broncos were a sneaky, incredible franchise. Yeah. Like, I think they... Even in the, like, the Vic Vangio years, which we've talked about Vic Vangio before, and I don't think they should have ever fired him. You know, even in the Vic Vangio years, like, they were, like, those were, quote-unquote, bad Broncos years. Those were respectable teams. I think they only had, like, two losing records over 15 years or something like that. They haven't had a winning record since 2016. The Denver Broncos. Yeah. Like, I, I realize they're not the Packers. I realize they're not... Uh, you know, the Niners and these these teams that seemingly always come back with dominant teams. But mm-hmm. for years, the Broncos were no. a solid franchise, and they've become one of the worst teams in the NFL. Can I, can I tell the you Garrett something? The Bulls press conference was sad. From somebody who's been sitting in your seat before, from a franchise saying, this isn't us, you know, th- this isn't the New York Giants, you know, coming from the tradition right. that we had, and, you know, from 2017 to... 2021 being like the Giants have the worst record in the NFL. This isn't the Giants. And then capping it all off with the QB sneak from somebody who's in your position. If, if ownership is stubborn and ownership has really dug their heels in on this regime and because not only it's like, not only are they digging in their heels because they want it to work, but also like they have to, because they gave up a first and a second round pick for Sean Payton, which I feel like a lot of people forget that the, Saints have a first and second round pick for Sean Payton. So that's draft capital, it's draft investment. You have so much money tied into Russell Wilson. Plus you gave up Make draft capital stop. for Russell Wilson. It needs to get worse before it will get better. And that's coming from somebody who has in a way been in your shoes, except the Giants didn't put themselves in such a financial and draft capital hole like you did. So I apologize for that. Caleb. Um, <laughs> That's our only hope at this point. you and yours. All right, what else, what else I, do you want to talk about? So let's escape panic, the darkness. Let's, uh, let's uh, high and tight. I'm, I'm glad we got you. Yeah. I'm um, supposed to do some some freaking Jolly Olive video after this. Um, I saw something when I looked at this weekend's matchup because I was going to do number one matchup this weekend with you, which is a little corny. And I I think the winning game overall is Dolphins-Bills. Like, yeah, you got to watch that. I can't remember the last time I was so excited for a non- Playoff game. Ravens, Browns. Uh, even like Falcons, Jaguars is super even enticing. And you no, know? but those those teams, the Jaguars it's lost me. London. The Jaguars lost me with the home loss. <sighs> I, they did. I, can't, I can't give up yet. So, excuse me. I'm not giving up. People wanted to elevate the Jaguars, and I'm they, they're in very much in timeout for okay. me. Okay. Time very out. much in timeout. Timeout. Like timeout's you, fair. In a, in a way, you are still the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. People really wanted to anoint you. And then who'd they get beat by at home? They got blew out by Houston. By Houston. Blown out. Yeah. Beat. And scored nine points against the Chiefs so, where you know Mahomes versus Lawrence is supposed to be like, let's go, you know? So Jags are in full timeout with me. They yeah. are in that middle NFL tier of, sure, we can give you a game, but we can get beat by anyone. Mm-hmm. And that's... They're not getting elevated for me. Uh, Dolphins, Bills should be awesome. I think everyone should try to watch that. Why is it not a primetime game? Right. Uh, Ravens, Brown should also be electric. Broncos, uh, Bears should be electric. It could be ugly. Broncos, Bears in the wrong way. <laughs> Justin Panic. when I looked at this sheet, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
9, 10, 11. 11 games where the spread is a field goal or less. That's fun. So, we are doing speed round with Justin Pennick. I need who wins this football game. Okay. Starts out Thursday night. Lions at the Packers. Lions are one and a half point favorites. Your winner is? Lions. Why? Better team? Better team. Packers may not have Christian Watson and Aaron Jones back yet. Uh, Jordan Love needs to be a little bit more accurate, even though he has prevented turning over the ball. I think the Lions just have more offensive power. Broncos Bears in Shy City. Broncos. Russell Wilson is the better quarterback. He's been playing okay. You said too much. It's okay. Falcons Jaguars in foggy London town. Jags are three-point faves. Jags Jags are going to get it. They're used to playing in London a little bit more. Desmond Ritter is still quarterback for the Falcons, uh, even though I think the Falcons can win it if Taylor Heineke is starting. If the Falcons bully ball them to a win... Yeah. I will be so out on the Jaguars. Yeah, oh, 100%. I will be so out on if They the win Jaguars. like a 15 to 12 game. Yeah. Just rushing the ball yeah. like 50 times. With Desmond Ritter throwing it two yards. Dolphins, Bills. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Dolphin, Dolphins, because Dolphins played them really well, even with their backup quarterback in the playoffs. If Tua plays that game, they win. That, was all, that game was also in Buffalo. Give me the Dolphins. Really interesting. I I genuinely think it's a coaching mismatch. I've been really tough on McDermott recently. Uh, There is a chance Josh Allen reminds everyone this weekend. Yeah. Like, I can. I can. I don't know. I don't know. Right now, playing the Dolphins, they're just... They've also taken the offense out of... And this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but James Cook has been really good for them. Second year running back out of Georgia. Yeah. They've taken the offense out of Josh Allen's hands a little bit, not not having him run the ball so much, which does inevitably it'll take some big plays off the table. So I don't love that for the Bills. So we'll see. Like I, taking the offense out of the best player's hands is typically not a recipe for success. And I think we're pulling hairs here since the yeah. Bills are a top team. Right. But the Bills have been a top team for years, but they're looking to take the next step. And I don't know if taking that next step is let's get Josh Allen less involved. I think that Jets loss week one it actually did them kind of good. Yeah. I think that did them kind of good. Yeah. Uh, Ravens-Browns in Cleveland. Ravens-Browns in Cleveland. That's... I, I want to go Browns just because I feel like they're the better team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Browns. I'm kind of in after being really out. Bengals-Titans in Nashville. Titans. Okay. Titans. Wow. One and three Bengals. Titans. Rams Colts is a one point spread in Indy. One point. Gardner Minshew at quarterback. I actually think Gardner Minshew at quarterback helps the spread there. Richardson's out this week. Do we know that? Still questionable. questionable. I'm, I'm going. I'm going in with my brain right now, saying that he is out, even though there's a chance that he could play. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. I want the Rams hype train to start going again. Yeah. I want that. They're one and two. Like the, yeah. we we got to we got to get back win to, this game. One we got to get back to five hundred. It's a tough Colts AFC NFC West. One. Yeah, first place Colts because they beat the uh, no, they did not beat the Jaguars. Excuse me, but they are the first place Colts, I believe. Bucks Saints New Orleans. Bucks Saints. The Bucks have been like that one team that I should have watched. I should watch more this year. The Saints may are without Derek Carr. Bucks. Yeah, I think it's Jameis. Bucks. Jameis revenge game. Though. This is true. This is true. That's that. No, don't be, pick against the revenge game. That game may be a fantastic watch. 
Jameis <laughs> Baker. Whoo. Um, what do my trainers say? Vikings, he, just, he just told us to be prepared. Vikings, Panthers, both 0-3 in Carolina. Vikings. And they have to, yeah. right? Steelers, Texans in Houston, Pittsburgh, a three-point fave. I'm going Steelers. Got to. Yeah. Got to. Teach the kid a lesson. Um, let's see. In the final game, Seahawks, Giants. Seahawks, Giants. I'm Seahawks. I'm kind of adamant on it. I don't want to be this adamant this on it. This isn't a happiness fade. No. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out on the Giants. Gino looking like he has with those wide receivers. They've won me over a little bit. They're a team that scores. They scored 30 points a game. The Giants are a team that allows 30 points a game. Now, the Seahawks defense also is not very yeah. good in certain areas, similar to the Giants defense. So we'll, we'll see. But at the end of the day, I trust the Seahawks offense more than this Giants offense right now. They're getting some key pieces back, though. I hope it's a fun one. Monday night. Yeah. I, I think it will be. The only Monday night game. So we're back to that. And I, I think, think there'll be a Manning be. cast, I think. Whoo. Eli used to play for the Giants. Did you know that? A little fun fact. Yeah. Justin Panic, you're the best. Uh, check out Jam Football. Check out Justin Panic. Check out Talking Giants if they win. Not if they lose. No, if they lose, we need you to check it yeah, out. Yeah, maybe check in on that too. <laughs> Panic, thank you very much. Everyone else, enjoy your weekend. We love you.